The point I'm trying to make is you never know when you might leave this place. So you need to be able to answer these two really important questions. The first question I need you to be able to answer is what's after death? Now, there's all sorts of people, and, and obviously there's the religions around the world are going to tell you all sorts of different ways. And some people are going to say, oh, you just come back as something else. That's called reincarnation. But let's, let's forget about that one. And let's just think about three ideas that most people in our country think. They think nothing. Nothing happens when you die. You just stop existing. It doesn't happen anymore. You were, and now you are not, and everything is over. And, and that's kind of what some people think. Well, that's not all that great. What that means is you're going to live this life thinking, I have got to do the most fun things. I have to have experience all of the great things. I have to make this life, and this life is the most important, and I've got to think about me, 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 me during this life. Also then, you're going, if this life isn't so great, if things are not going well in this life, if things are going bad, then nothing is better than bad. And oftentimes people who think that there's nothing afterwards don't really have a purpose in this life. So that's option number one, nothing. I guess it's okay. We could do that. But let's just say that that option doesn't really count. Now there's two more options. There's the bad. Now, we don't like talking about this place because it's bad. We don't like thinking about this place because it's bad. But just because it's bad doesn't mean it's not real. And the Bible talks about the bad place you can go after death. And that place, the church word for that is called hell. Now, hell is a horrible place. It is not like in, in a video or a funny thing where you're just like, ah, ha, ha, you know, the, the, it, anything. It is, it is pure torture, torment. There, there, it, it is a, like the worst smells, tastes, pain, sights, sounds, the worst things you can imagine all at once. In Revelations, it talks about this place. It says, and the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur. Have you ever driven by the hot springs pool in Glenwood? That smell, but think about it, way, way worse. Now, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Day and night, forever. Now, like, think about a long time, like 100 years. Think about a long time and then 1,000 years. Think about 100,000 years and just keep adding time forever and ever. Only suffering, only bad things, no let up, never stopping. That sounds like a bad place. So our other option would be a good place. There's a bad place. That means there must be a good place. And most people think there is a good place. And the Bible calls that place heaven. And we believe here at 4640 that heaven was created by God for us. That he created a place for us to spend eternity forever and ever with him. Now, we, we talked about how bad hell was. Now, the opposite of all that bad is all the good that is in heaven. There's no pain, there's no sadness, there's no disease, there's no loneliness, there's no depression, there's no fear, there's none of those things. The best smells, tastes, experiences, sights, sounds, the things you've never, can't even imagine, the best of the best, the best food you've ever tasted, but it's gonna be that much better. The best things you've ever smelled, but that much better. Best things, the prettiest things you've ever seen, not even gonna come close to the stuff that we're going to get to experience in heaven. Now, most people think, that there is a heaven. And most people think, to be honest, that that's where they're going. Most people think, well, I must be going to the good place. 
So the next really important question is, if we're all in agreement that just like these doors, if we want to know what's going on on the backside of those doors, and we said, I want to know that the good place is on the other side of the door. I don't want the treat trick of hell. I want the treat of heaven behind that door. And you go, well, how do I make sure that I know what's behind the door? Well, we can all agree that the best option is heaven. But most people think that you go to the good place if you're a good person. And that kind of makes sense, right? If you're a good person, you you should go to the good place. Why would a good person get to go to the bad place? And a good person going to the good place seems like it's fair. Bad people go to the bad place. Good people go to the good place. That makes sense, okay? So then the easy answer is just then, if you want to make sure that you're going to the good place, then just be good. Well, be good, okay? So if if you just got to be good, that means we can't lie. Because lying is bad, and so we shouldn't lie. So to be good, we got to not lie. Um, Okay, things that are good. Telling the truth is good. So that means we should never uh, cheat. We shouldn't cheat on a test or or lie about that. Um, Stealing is bad. So if stealing is bad, then we better make sure we do the good and not steal. Um, Hate is bad. So I better make sure I don't hate anybody or or act on that hate. So I need to make sure I'm loving everyone. Disrespect is bad. So I want to make sure I'm respecting hurting people. Oh, that's that's bad. So I want to make sure instead of hurting people, I'm loving people. So I better make sure I'm doing the good. Being greedy, bad. So let's make sure we're doing the good. Being prideful, cocky, arrogant. Okay, that's, that's bad. So I better make sure, I better not do that. I better not be mean. I better not be any of these things. And don't do anything ever wrong. And then you'll get to go to the good place. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do is only do good things. And if you only do good things and you do no bad things, then you get to go to the good place, which we're calling heaven. Now, you know, and I know, That has not been the case for anybody in this room. No one in this room has done only good things. We can all think of times where we have done something bad. We all mess up. So then the question about how do we get to the good place isn't just we just have to do good things. Then the question becomes, well, how good is good enough? If I want to get to the good place, but I know I'm doing some bad things, then how good is good enough? So then we start to think, okay, I just got to do more good than bad. It's like this universal scale I'm living my life on. If I do something bad, I better do something good to cancel it out. And I better make sure that at the end of my life, that the good things I have, outdone, or I have done outweigh the bad things I have done. But could you imagine if you think you live your life that way. If I do a good thing, I better, if I do a bad thing, I better do a good thing. And if I do a good thing, I guess I get to do a bad thing. And, and, and then we go, well, I did a really bad thing, so I better make sure I do a really, really good thing. And we live our whole life, and all of a sudden, at the end of your life, you realize you get, have to go to hell because you did one bad thing more than a good thing. That would be the worst thing in the world. That would feel Bad, But if there's a difference, if there's such a big difference between the two places we can go, the worst place imaginable, the baddest of bad places, or the goodest of good places, then you really want to make sure that you've got this cleared up. You really want to make sure, well, then how do I get to the goodest of the good places? Because that's where I want to go. And maybe you go, well, it's not so much what I do. It's just, am I a good person? Do I try to be a good person? Yeah, I mess up, but overall, I just have a general sense of I want to do good things. I just try and be a good person sometimes. So that means I should get to go. 
Well, then we got to ask, what are the good things? What are the good things that allow us to go to heaven? Because what might seem like a good thing to you might not seem like a good thing to somebody on the other side of the planet. What seems like a good thing to you right now might seem like a horrible thing back in thousand, a thousand years ago. What might have seemed like a good thing a thousand years ago now seems like a horrible thing to do today. And so we're going, well, we, we've got to decide what's good. We've got to decide what the good things are the good things and what bad things are the bad things. And we can't change our minds about this. We can't make it this back and forth or, or all of these things. And so who decides what is the good things that we have to do or the bad things we shouldn't? And if it was so important that we did the good things, not the bad things, then it would make sense to me that we would all have a list. We would all have a list that we immediately, the first day of kindergarten, they started to tell us, these are the good things you have to do to get to the good place. These are the bad things you have to do, or these are the bad things you don't want to do if you want to go to the good place. And we would all have it memorized, and we would all agree, and we would know exactly what it is that is good and what is bad, because we would want to make sure that we did it right, because we only get one shot at that. Well, maybe some of you have come to 4640 and you're like, Pastor Joe, that, duh, it's the Bible. The Bible's going to tell us what's good and the Bible's going to tell us what's bad. But I'm telling you this right now. If you want to read the Bible about and try and figure out what's good, you will be very disappointed. Romans 3.10 says this, there is no one righteous, none that meets God's standards, not even one. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs, okay? That means not a single person in this room, not a single person in this city, in this state, in this country, in this world, not a single person is gonna be good enough to make it to heaven. Even Jesus, who was the son of God, said no one is good. So, okay, we wanna go to the good place. We wanna go to that place when we die, but the Bible says we aren't good. We aren't good enough to go to that place. Well, that's not very nice. That's not a very Jesus-y thing to do. That's not a very, dare I say, loving thing to do. So what's the deal? Why is it that to go to the good place, we have to be good, but the Bible says that we're not good enough? Well, it, it kind of works like this. And so what we've got here is we've got this brand new, crisp, clean, fresh white t-shirt on Pastor Sean right here, okay? That thing has zero blemishes. It is fret hosh, uh, hot off the press, okay? It is perfect. It is real good, okay? Real nice, yeah? Now, this right here, this shirt gets you into heaven. This shirt right here, this crisp white shirt. You walk up to those doors, they're going to look, take one look at that shirt and say, that is good enough. I like that shirt. But here's the problem. This is all of our lives. When we're born, nothing. We ain't done a single thing wrong. That's what we look like. We could get to heaven if we look like that. But the problem is, as we get older, we start to do some things. We start to do some things that, you know, maybe uh, it's not quite as 
clean and white anymore. And all of a sudden, we go from looking uh, real clean and crisp to uh, not so clean and crisp. We lie to our parents. We realize if I told them a lie, then I wouldn't get in trouble. And it's way better to just tell them a lie than to get in trouble. And, And then we started realizing, you know what? My little sister is the worst. And so we started just treating them poorly, saying really cruel things to them, being really mean to them, and just going, I don't like you. And and then we started to be cocky about ourselves. We started playing sports, and we're like, you know what? I'm like the best ever. Like, I am so good at all of these things, and everybody else is so bad. And so we start going, oh, you're, I'm the best, you're the worst. And all of a sudden, because of the mistakes, which the Bible talks about these mistakes, and it calls them sin. The sin that we commit gets in on our lives. And now this type of shirt, this shirt, isn't good enough. It's not good enough to get into heaven. Now it's blemished. It's not perfect. It has mistakes on it. You know where you go looking like this? The bad place. That's where you go. So then you go, okay, well, I've got I've to make, I've got to, I got to fix that. I got to get, I got to, I can't just go to the bad place. I don't want to go to the bad place. So I've done all the bad things. So let me try, maybe instead, let's try and do some good things, right? So we go, okay, here you go. Yeah, you're like, let me do some good things. I've done some bad things, and now I'm going to do some good things. I'm going to be nice to my sister. I'm going to do some chores. I'm going to help you. <laughs> I'm not shooting it at your mouth at all. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to help, Okay. Here, this is a different cleaner. Surely this will help. It sure won't. Here's a rag. It's, not my face. I'm not trying to shoot your face. There's some on your sleeve. You missed a spot. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You missed a spot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Maybe if I rub it harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we're trying to do good things to cover up the bad things. We're trying to be nice to our parents. We're trying to make sure we tell the truth. We're trying to make sure we're respectful to our teachers. We're trying to treat somebody. We're trying to sit with the smelly kid at school and say, hey, look, I was nice to that kid instead of bullying them. We're trying to do all of this stuff. And we think, surely, surely the good things in my life will outweigh the bad and they'll be able to wipe clean the bad things I've done in my life. But I don't, I don't think so, everybody. If I'm just looking at this shirt, I don't think it looks a whole lot better. Because see, the sin of stain, the, the stain of sin doesn't get wiped away by one good thing that we've done. It's something that is now a part of us, and we can't do anything to get rid of it. You still can't go to heaven looking like this. This shirt, it's not good enough. So then what? So then what do we do? We are stuck like this. We want to go to the good place. We don't want to go to the bad place. We want to go to heaven. We don't want to go to hell. We want to make sure that when we open the door at the end of our life, that we get to go to heaven instead of hell. So what are we going to do? The most famous verse in the Bible says this in John 3.16. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. So God said this. He said, hey, you aren't good enough. You, you aren't good. You're never going to be able to do enough good to outweigh the things you're bad, because this is who we are as humans. We aren't good enough. Not one of us is good enough, and we're never going to be able to do enough. And he says, but I love you. 
And I love you so much that I will do whatever it takes to get you to heaven. Whatever it takes. Even if that means I have to send my own son to come down to earth. So that you don't have to live your life trying to be good enough to get to heaven. So you don't have to live your life going, oh, I've got to do another good thing because I did a bad thing. And, I, and I, we don't have to live that way. Romans 5.8 says this. It says, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ, his son, to die for us while we were still sinners. You just have to believe. You just have to believe that Jesus came down to this earth, that he lived 2,000 years ago. We know for a fact that he came down 2,000 years ago. Then we believe that he lived a perfect life, that he lived the life that was perfect, flawless, not a blemish on his white shirt. But then he chose to die on a cross, even though he didn't do anything wrong. He died on a cross, and on that cross, he carried the weight of every single mistake, blemish, sin, that every person that ever lived had done. And he died on that cross for our sins so that each one of us, if we chose to believe in him, would be good enough to get to heaven. Not by what we've done, but what, why, but what he did. And so what Jesus does is he sees you and he sees how this is not gonna work and you're, you've done everything you can to try and make it work, but Jesus says it's not Enough. So what I've got to do is I've got to give you a new one. Not one that's already blemished, but I'm going to give you a fresh start, a clean slate. I'm going to wash you. It's like that one didn't even exist. We're going to put on a new, you become, the Bible says you become a new creation. And this is what Jesus does for you. Each and every one of us to where we've messed up our lives because of what, but what, because of what Jesus has done now we can spend eternity in heaven. So here's the questions. What's after death? Nothing? Nah, I don't buy it. So that means that it leaves you with two choices, either heaven or hell. And Jesus did what he did so that you could have the choice. You could choose the bad place, so you could choose the good place. And let me tell you, you, you want to choose heaven. So how do we get there? Not by doing good things, not by saying the right things, not, not even by coming to this place and, and lifting up our hands and, and coming to 4640. It, and, None of those things get you to heaven. There is only one way to get to heaven. And Jesus said it in John 14, 6. He says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. No one gets to heaven except through Jesus. No one is good enough to get to heaven except through Jesus. So I want everybody in this room to just take a moment. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to think about anybody else in the room for a minute. 
It's just you right there. And the question I want to ask you, and I want you to answer it in your heart. You don't have to answer this out loud. But the question you're asking is, where am I going? If my life were to end today, tomorrow, 10 years, 20 years from now, or 50 years from now, what am I going to see? Where am I headed? And maybe you've just assumed, well, my parents go to church, so I'm sure that's good enough. Well, it's not. They'll get, they, they believe, so I guess because they believe, that means I'll get to go with them. No, it's not how it works. Every person has to make a decision on their own, a decision on their own to believe that Jesus did what he did. He died on the cross for your forgiveness of your sins. Maybe you've been living your life going, well, if I'm just good enough, I'll just be good enough and, and, and at the end it'll all work out. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to say it's, it's not gonna work. You won't be good enough. The bad news about heaven is that you can't be good enough. But the good news about heaven is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the mistakes you've made. It doesn't matter how bad you've been. It doesn't matter what you've done. Jesus' sacrifice covers it all, wipes it all away, creates in you a completely clean, faultless, good enough to get to heaven. So if in your heart you're realizing, I don't know where I'm going, but I wanna make sure I'm going to the good place. If that's you, and you realize that the only way you're gonna get there is through Jesus, and you're willing to accept what Jesus did, you're willing to believe in your heart that he is who he says he was, that he did die on the cross to forgive you of your sins, and you're ready to make him the boss and the leader of your life, so that you can end up in heaven and spending eternity in heaven with him and me and all of us here at the blue team. And we want to see you there. That's what this night was all about, was to make sure that you could hear this message and make a choice. So if that's you and you're going, I realize the only way to heaven is through Jesus and I need Jesus. With no one looking around, I would, I'd really like for everybody to respect the people in this room. would like to make sure that your eyes are closed and your heads are lowered. No one else is looking around in the room. But if that's you and you realize you need Jesus, I'd like you to raise your hand. If that's you and you're realizing, I don't know if I'm going to the good place, I wanna make sure I'm going to the good place and I need Jesus. I realize I've made mistakes and I'm not gonna be able to do enough good to make up for the bad I've done in my life and I need Jesus, lift up your hand. I see your hands, you can go ahead and put them down, that's incredible. So I'd like everybody in this room to pray this prayer with me and if you raised your hand, I want you to say these words from the bottom of your heart. We're gonna talk to Jesus and say, the Bible says that if we believe that Jesus is Lord. If we declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. And so that's what we will do in this moment. So everybody in the room is gonna repeat after me. We say, dear Jesus, I need you. 
I'm not good enough, but you are. I need your help to get to heaven, to wipe away my sins, my mistakes. I need your help. I believe that you died on the cross to forgive me for my sins. So I accept that forgiveness. I, I make you leader of my life. And I choose to follow you. Amen. Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center podcast. For more information on what's happening at 4640, you can check us out on social media or our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights, and we hope to see you there.